Ow. That's me. Tell me about time travel. Um, you have to go 88 miles per hour to make it happen. And then you're going to see some serious Like fire on the road. Mm-hmm. And awful things. <laughs> well, that's one way to time travel. Mm-hmm. There's multiple other ways. Like a microwave. Like a microwave. So that's an easy one. Or as this game will tell you in the very beginning, like, here's all these, like, four theories. or five different time travel theories. <laughs> Let's have a deep dive into them. <laughs> oh, boy. Hello. Welcome to this week's episode of Season of Check Up OVA's podcast where we have conversations about video games, anime, manga. I am Jared, joined as always by Doc Al and Ladium. Hello. We're talking I'm, about time I'm not travel a doctor today. of time travel, though. You could be. But I'm not. I don't have my doctorate in time travel. That is true. Unless you wanted to just say you did. Who's going to no, stop you? Well, then people would ask me questions. I don't have the answers to them. Just say it's an interesting idea and you'll get back to them on it. <laughs> That's all you got to do. God. Uh, we're playing, or we're not playing, we're talking about a game that I played a little while back and you just recently played mm-hmm. over the course of s- different chunks. Yeah, it took a little bit because of dumb things happening. Yes. Uh, we are talking about Stein's Gate, mm-hmm. the rather popular science fiction video game slash anime slash manga slash live action tv show coming up wild yeah uh so yeah that's what we're doing today mm-hmm. gonna talk about that uh were you aware of this game's release history do you know what platform this game released first on in japan mm. i'm gonna Guess PSP. Incorrect. Okay. The Xbox 360. <laughs> it's a Lost Odyssey type situation. Honestly, yeah. Interesting. Uh, so yeah, it was originally released on the Xbox 360 on October 15th, 2009. Before eventually being ported to the personal computer on August 26, 2010 in Japan. Then to the PlayStation Portable on June 23rd, 2011, to iOS on August 25th, 2011, and then to PS3 and Vita on May 24th, 2012, and March 14th, 2013, before eventually coming over here in English via a PC release on March 31st, 2014, and coming to the PS3 and Vita on August 25th, 2015, and then... A re-release was put out very recently, which is the version you played. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was put out on PS4 and Switch in September 2018 in Japan, and then worldwide on February 19th, 2019. Uh, it also got ported to the Vita in Japan, did not come over here on the Vita, and it also was put out on the personal computer over here and put out on phones in Japan very recently in October of 2019. Wow. So there you go. Big, it's- big, big old stuff been everywhere man but i was right that it was on the psp at one point at one point yes yay i wasn't completely off uh this game is a part of a overall 
giant series of games, mm-hmm. which they call the Science Adventure series, which includes this, uh, Chaos Head, Chaos Child, Robotics Notes, um, and then Occultic Nine and Anonymous Code, uh, which are basically kind of like sci-fi stuff. They kind of all sort of take place in the same universe. Um, I think have like similar writers and all that sort of stuff. But this is the only one of those I've played. So I have um, Chaos Child, I think, the one that's on the Vita. Yes. But I haven't played it. I think that one's more about like a serial murderer. Yes, it is. I can tell you that. So I think far. I watched a little bit of that anime, but never got too far. Well, I have that game. There you go. Uh, but you were going to talk about Steins Gate today. Yes, we are. A series that you came to much later than I did. Mm-hmm. Because I played a fan translation of the PC port. Wow. <laughs> Which, if you were, if you're wondering, has some problematic language in it. Oh, I bet. <laughs> I Probably mean, the least surprising thing you could say. Honestly, like. Not surprised in the least based on some of the characters in this that there would be problematic language mm-hmm. in it. Um, so this is a visual novel, obviously, in case mm-hmm. you were not aware. Um, the version you played, Steins Gate Elite, is a little bit different than the original version because they basically kind of modernized some of like, the, the visual novel elements of the game. But also they replaced all of the original art with art from the anime. So that let, that lets them kind of do some different things than what you could have done in the original game where, like, you can kind of show off uh, specific scenes, like, more animated than they would have been in the original game because you're mm-hmm. just using the anime scenes. But also, as you made mention, there's a lot of times where they just reuse the same visual over and over again. Yeah, and that's annoying um, because there are many, many scenes. I'm like, that is the exact same scene. They just reused it, like literally no difference but different context and it doesn't make sense that you would have the exact same art Mm -hmm. um and some of it is not the best quality and so like when you have repeated art show up and it like doesn't look great you're like oof that one again huh okay um so that's that's definitely a thing but it, it just got really irritating to me to have, like, the same few scenes repeated with just different dialogue. Right. That stinks. Yeah. Um, It was interesting because you were like, man, I really wish I could have played this with the original art. And it's like, <laughs> that, the original art is very distinctive and striking in a way that the anime doesn't really capture. But I don't know if they would have been... If you could really capture that in a like an anime, per yeah, se. it would be difficult. It would yeah. definitely be difficult. But like after looking at the original art, I'm like, ooh, that's beautiful. Mm-hmm. Uh, you want to talk about some development history of this game? Of quick? course, I do. Uh, as we talked about, Steins Gate is the second collaborative work between Five PB and Nitro Plus after Chaos Head. The game is created with the concept of 99% science or reality in parentheses and 1% fantasy in mind. The planning for Steins Gate was headed by. Chiyomaru Shikura of 5PB. The characters were designed by Ryohei Fuke, also known as Huke, known as one of the illustrators of the Metal Gear Solid series and the creator of the Black Rock Shooter franchise, whereas the gadgets were designed by Sharp. Not like the company Sharp. This has like an at sign in the middle. 
Uh, Naotaka Hayashi of 5PB wrote the scenario with assistance from Vio Shimokura of Nitro Plus. Tatsuya Matsuhara from 5PB was the producer, and Toso Pehara from Nitro Plus was the art director. The music was composed by Takashi Abo of 5PB and Toshimichi Isoe of Ziz Studio. Uh, Shikura Hayashi, Matsuhara Abo, and Isoe had all previously worked on Chaos Ed. The title Steinsgate had no specific meaning, being coined from the German word Stein, meaning stone, and tying in with famous physicist Albert Einstein. Uh, Steins Gate was inspired by earlier visual novels written by Hiroyuki Kano. These include Eve, Beast, or Eve Burst Arrow, which came out in 95, and most notably the time travel adventure You Know a Girl Who Chanced Love at the Bound of This World, which came out in 1996. Which I think got like a re-release sometime recently? Really? Something like that. Or like they did like an anime or something. Uh, Matsuhara, who came up with the concept of the phone trigger system, stated that he initially wanted to incorporate the player's own mobile phone into the system. However, the idea was abandoned due to concerns that it might clash with J Japan's privacy laws. Huh. When asked if the phone trigger system would be used in a possible sequel to the game, Hayashi stated that he would hoped this would not be the case and recalled saying, Who thought of the system while writing the contents of the text messages? While Shikura did not directly contribute to the, the script itself, Hayashi stated that Shikura helped with the overall plot and provided assistance with the second half of the story. In particular, Shikura helped a lot with the time-traveling aspects of the story. Hayashi stated that he did not want the script to repeat the same text over and over again and was ultimately unavoidable. It was ultimately un ugh. it was ultimately unavoidable due to the player having to travel back in time, so he tried to emphasize the overall tempo of the plot's development and how the plot unfolded. With regards to the theme of time traveling, Hayashi had felt that it seemed like an overdone topic and expre expressed concern over it when he first heard the idea from Shakira. I, I keep hearing Shakira. Yeah, these hips don't lie. And it's just throwing me off quite a bit. I'm like, Shakira was involved in this. Um, I, I understand that Shakira was not, but that was what I kept hearing. Let me clarify. I understand Shakira is not involved in Steins Gate. Um, but man, what if? What if Shakira was involved in Steins Gate? That'd be, whoa. That's a crossover. I don't um, I don't even remember why I started playing this. I know that it was your recommendation. That's probably why. I think it was on sale. Yeah, that it was definitely right. on sale because I got like the bundle pack and we we're like, hey, let's play this together. And so we did share play. For a little bit. Then it was like, nah. Yeah, we got through like a part of it. And then it's like, how about we just block the rest of the game? And the game was like, okay, let's do that. <laughs> oh, it was so frustrating. So we mm -hmm. tried for a while to like turn my laptop around. And <laughs> we did some real bootleg stuff here. And try and pull that off. And eventually like things came up and I stopped playing for a while. And then I, I decided that I really wanted to finish it and see what was going on there because you kept telling me like oh man this is really gonna go places and like i want to know what places is gonna go mm -hmm. so i started playing it again and finally beat it um last week i don't like over the weekend over the weekend i think so, so something like that um oh, i just got drooled on are you petting a cat no i just got drooled on <laughs> i was trying to get eye boogers out and he drooled on me were you hearing static? I was hearing a bit of static. Sorry. Um, have you looked at the voice cast for this game, by the way? No. Because it is kind of wild. Did you is know it... in the English dub who uh, Mayuri is voiced by? 
No. Ashley Birch. Really? Yeah. I'd be interested to hear that. And the uh, the lady who voices her in, in Japanese, uh, Kana Hanazawa, she voices uh, Shirase in A Place Further Than the Universe. Oh, wow. Seems like a completely different character altogether. But yeah, they're they are good. Uh, they're good voice casts on both sides. Wow. Yeah, I did not look at the voice cast at all. Whoops, you usually do that. How dare you? I know. <sighs> Gotta get it together. Madness. But yeah, we uh we decided to play this. It was a thing. We or did. You decided to play this. Yes. I played this a long time ago. You were along for the ride for a bit until I was along for the ride, and then it was like the game was like, "Nah, you're not along for the ride." I was like, "Okay, I guess I'm not along for the ride." <laughs> <laughs> so you just had to deal with me like sometimes yelling over yeah. text message. Which we you took a long break in between. I think something something transpired i think it was mostly just because like you were frustrated that we couldn't do this together so yes you eventually stopped and then like re very recently you were like i'm gonna start playing this again because what else are we doing and i wanted to know what happened yeah i finally got over my frustration and my grudge against it mm -hmm. i don't know that i'm fully over the grudge but less yes. of a grudge uh you did the smart thing probably of basically finding a guide yeah i found a spoiler free guide for the endings mm -hmm. And just went about doing it that way, which is basically the, the best way to do this since this has multiple ending routes you can go to and everything. And if you want to kind of streamline everything, it just makes it very easy to mm -hmm. do so. Well, and you'd been guiding me to begin with of like, hey, you should pick this and you should pick this and you should pick this. So I figured I would just continue that. But I didn't want to have any kind of like spoilers of what, what I was right. getting myself into. So it was just like, make this choice. Save your game make sure you save your game and then make this choice. Now load that save mm -hmm. and make this choice instead. And it's like, okay. Plus with like the way Science Gate Elite kind of does things, like it gives you a little bit less freedom to do things. Because you can't, correct me if I'm wrong, but you can't like pull your phone up whenever you, you want. No, it's only... It's like, it, those are like specific moments that you will get. Yes. Like in the, in the other, in the original version, you can pull it up whenever you can like read through text whenever, um... You know, you can customize your wallpaper and ringtone and all that sort of stuff. Um, but yeah, they, they streamlined it a bit here to where it's like, you just need your phone for when important stuff's happening. Yeah. And it's wild because sometimes it's like in the middle of an important cutscene and I'm like, wait, what? Why am I checking my emails right now? Excuse me, sorry, I gotta read this. <laughs> this is an important email, guys. <laughs> um... I will say that, um, what's his freaking name? He has two names because he has his fake name and then he has mm -hmm. his real name. Uh, Okabe. Okabe, yeah. The main protagonist. Um, he's a butt at first mm -hmm. and like for a large portion of the game, I was like, you're insufferable and I really can't stand you. Mm -hmm. Um, I no longer feel like that. Yay, character development. <laughs> um, so that's a good thing because at first I was just like, oh my God, dude, like, really? Really? And he, he still falls into it sometimes, but he, he gets better. But he also sees 
some for lack of a better word. He goes through a lot of stuff. He does. To say yes. the least. And like yes. that kind of forces him to go through a lot of different kinds of character development uh, all throughout. He's so. like, what, 18? Yeah. Okay, so he's also still a baby. So there is that. Even though he's got that like awful, awful hair. Look, he's an 18-year-old. He doesn't know what he's doing with his facial hair yet. Uh, it's it's a disaster is what it is. Like, somebody needs to help this boy. Mm-hmm. Somebody buy him a razor. Show him the ways of shaving your face. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um, so I guess we have uh, him. We have Mayuri, who is like his childhood friend. Mm-hmm. And she's kind of like a ditzy cute girl who likes to cosplay mm-hmm. um we have um daru which i forget his actual name itaru but he is the super hacker he is super uh, hacker super hacker and he is also very creepy there are definitely elements of this game that are like going into this i was like hey there's some there's some problematic stuff in this game. Yeah, you did Let's warn be me real. beforehand. You did warn me beforehand. Yeah. Um, most of it comes it, out of his mouth. Yeah, I mean, it leans into specific tropes here and there that's like kind of not surprising if you kind of are into this into this kind of medium mm-hmm. or media in general. So, yeah. Uh, we have Luca Lukaco. Mm-hmm. Uh, who is a a guy who works at or lives at a shrine nearby mm-hmm. yeah that they're friends with mm-hmm. uh, and then because he calls her Christina like I keep thinking that's her name but it's not her name it, nope. it's uh it's basically like Karisu which is like yeah. how you would say Chris in Japanese mm-hmm which is where the Christina comes from. Uh, is that really our, uh, this Ferris too? Yeah. Yeah. She's a cat. She is a kitty cat. And there's Moeka. Yes. Uh, then there's also, there's also Suzaha. Yes. I forgot about her. Wow. How did I forget about her? She's important. And then you have the landlord and his daughter who show up every now and then. Mr. Braun. <laughs> Mr. Braun. <laughs> <laughs> I love his um, I heart CRT apron. <laughs> I love the apron so much. Mm-hmm. Like every time I saw it, I was just like, that's wonderful. That's so delightful that this like massive, like built dude just running around, around with like a cutesy I heart CRT apron. Um, it's pretty good. Yeah. You know where the brawn part came from, though, right? Mm hmm. Okay. Just check it. Anyway, um, so that's our cast of characters for mm-hmm. the most part. And um, we have the uh, what future gadget lab. Is that what he calls it? Yep. And they make things with science. They do. They make weird experiments, and they're all num- numbered and named, and with very bizarre names. And then everyone gets a lab number because they're yep. a lab member. Lab mem. Um, and so one of the big focus 
points of this is the phone wave name subject to change. Yes. Which <laughs> is a microwave. It is a microwave. Um, Mary just wants to eat her chicken. That's mm-hmm. all. She just really wants chicken and bananas, but the bananas don't get microwaved. Um, until they do. Until they do. <laughs> uh i'm trying to figure out how to best like streamline this so that we're not here for like four hours um what if we just go off of what wikipedia has because they have at least like a few paragraphs about just how you get to the true ending but we also sidestep those until we get to the through with the alternates until we get to the actual stuff yeah i mean i guess we could start with the beginning where like He's going to this event of a guy talking about time travel. Yeah, it's like a little mini conference, essentially. Yeah, and he Mayor Mayuri's there. I always say her name wrong. Mayuri. Mayuri. Um, she's there. She wants this like Upa mm-hmm. metal toy. It's a gotcha um, machine thing. It is. And so he he gets to attend the little conference talk. He also interrupts it. Um, there is also a little bit of talking from, uh, Kirisu at one point. Yes. Well, before all that happens. Oh, the roof. There's a lot of, a lot of crazy stuff that happens. Like he goes there first to see that and then like inadvertently stumbles in and like, and sees her dead. Yes. And then he's like, oh, hey, I should text Daru about this. This is real messed up somehow teleports out of the ro- out of the building into the open street where there's no one around. No one and, around. And then somehow is back in the building, but everything's fine? Yeah. Strange phenomenon. Yeah, he sees her in just like a puddle of blood. Mm-hmm. And then like later sees her and is like, and she's fine. And she's like, why are you being weird? Yeah. Which I mean, like you could ask him that for like 70% of the game. Mm-hmm. It would be valid. Then he also finds out, like, the, the message he sent Daru was, like, sent to him a week prior to this date. And it's cut up. Yes. Whole thing's very bizarre. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, like, he goes, he basically goes to that that, that conference. Uh, Kirisu is the one who um, is, like, the main speaker because, like, she has just been featured in this magazine called Sciency. Sciency. Her um, thesis was published. Her thesis on on stuff was published <laughs> on stuff. <laughs> on stuff. Uh, and she starts like her and uh, Okabe have like this big back and forth discussion about time travel and time travel theory and all this sort of stuff. And like it's just, it's so it's a whole thing. You mm-hmm. want to spend twenty minutes talking about time travel theory? This is the game for you. Yeah, no kidding. Actually, you're probably gonna spend more than that because it gets you get even more of it later. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, basically that happens, and then like you go kind of go on your merry way for a bit. You start doing some weird experiments with the microwave here and there, um, and essentially you realize at some point that like you can send text messages to the past. So like, how do we recreate this and do it further? Yeah. And now that leads them to like experimenting with bananas and like making bananas go from the microwave back to the plate, but they're jellified. Gel bananas. And they're like, what is going on? But only half of the banana is, like, yeah. only half of the bunch of bananas is jellified. Mm-hmm. Uh, that all leads to them, like, learning about CERN. Yes. Which is a parody of CERN, which is the European Organization for Nuclear Research. 
Um, that leads them to learning about the IBN 5100, which is a parody of the IBM 5100. Yeah. And then also learns leads them to learning about this person posting on at channel whose name is John Teeter. Yep. Who is literally based off of someone or someone quotation marks <laughs> that what's the best way to describe this? As, as, as a person that was made up, essentially? It was more of like a myth than actual reality? Um, it was basically someone who basically kind of like publicized... Hang on, let's, let's go down to this Wikipedia page that talks about John Teeter. Um, it's like an urban legend. Yeah, it's an urban legend about someone who basically was posting on bulletin boards in 2000-2001 that were, and saying, they're like, oh, I'm, I'm a military time traveler... I'm an American from the year 2036. Here's all these weird things that are going to happen over the course of the next 36 years. Um, this is also partially how I did it mm -hmm. in terms of time travel. And like he literally, this person basically is like, oh yeah, I'm from Florida. I was assigned to go back in time to retrieve an IBM 5100, which is literally a direct parallel to what they do in the game. Yep. Um, Here's how I made this time machine. Here's my predictions of like, there's going to be a civil war in the U.S. in 2004. Whoops. The U.S. is going to split into five regions. And then all sorts of like other weird stuff. And then eventually like in 2009, people found out, oh yeah, this is just some dude who made this up as a hoax. Yeah. Uh, but this game basically kind of like leans into that as left like, you know, let's present this like very kind of US based thing and bring it over to a Japanese audience, which is an interesting thing to do, essentially. Right. Um, so yeah, there's a lot of like very close parodying of like, you know, the John Teeter story and then just like taking real world organizations and then slightly changing them. <laughs> <laughs> suit your needs and all that sort of stuff so so that's all that's going on um they eventually learned that like cern is this was a, so this game came out around the the height of the large hadron collider hadron collider and people freaking out about that thing thinking that it was going to blow the world up yes and that's kind of a big plot point as well in this game mm -hmm. about that being a thing and that cern is using it to research time travel and they're sending their time traveling people and turning them into jellymen where, like, they'll put someone through time and then they'll show up somewhere and be jellified. And or, like, like what happened? into a building and jellified. Yeah. So they learn all about that and basically try to find a way to, like, undermine all that's happening by also trying to figure out their own experiments and see how they're able to recreate time travel as well, which they realize by using, like, a CRT TV. Like, that's the catalyst for making their the d mails mm -hmm. the delorean mails yep uh work and everything that's their their time travel text messages yeah it's a 42 inch crtv crt downstairs mm -hmm. um that is making the microwave the phone wave name subject to change into a time machine basically mm -hmm. like all along the way as well like uh he uh 
Okabe is able to like recruit Makase into the group and everything, but be like, hey, we got a time travel machine. <laughs> <laughs> you want to come see it? And she's like, not really. No, not really. Then just follows him home. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she is definitely Sundari. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Uh, and then along the way as well, you meet like all the other cast of characters as well that you'll eventually have like endings with. Uh, Suzuha shows up and starts working at the the uh, the the TV shop down below downstairs. downstairs, and she's very much a mystery of like because she doesn't like uh, Makase at um, all. At all, and like you mentioned this as well, like she talks, she 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 speaks very strangely. Mm-hmm. She says certain things that you're like, that's off. I don't mm-hmm. know why you would say it or word it that way. Yeah. So she's she was a mystery. Mm-hmm. Um, but all that's happening and everything. He's also approached by a woman named Moika who speaks only through text messages, and she's mm-hmm. like, she is looking for the IBM fifty one hundred, and yes. she she learns through the grapevine or something that Okabe is also looking for it, and she's like, well, I need to use him to get to what I need. Mm-hmm. Um, which leads us to like where I think the game takes its turns. Yeah. Really, like initially starts taking his turns where you've learned that like Boika is a member of the Rounders, which is a like mercenary group within CERN. Yes. Basically who tried to like snuff out anyone who learns about what CERN's actually doing. Mm-hmm. And um, also obtain all the uh all the computers. Yes. Uh so like they're having like a party and then like her and her group bust in and kill Mayuri. At one yeah, point, because they they completed the phone wave, they moved it so that you could combine um, Kirsu's um, ideas of like copying memories. The brainwave device thing. The brainwave device thing. It's yeah. Like a head thing you put on. Yeah. Um, Basically, you shift your memories from one copy of you to, or from one from one version of you to another version of you in a, in a separate world line via cell phone. Right, because the difference between. Um, that and the d-mails is that you would kind of just like pop up and not really know what was happening because mm-hmm. you're shifting world lines this kind of like makes you makes you so you know like oh well i'm doing this and this is what my mission is essentially um so they're celebrating that they completed that when mm-hmm. everything's busted down and uh mayuri gets shot in the dang head mm-hmm uh, that leads Okabe basically on like this very unrelenting path to like trying to just like oh. constantly save her and like figure out some way to prevent this from happening. This is a and, hard sequence mm-hmm. to get through. And basically, every time he like he figures something out, it just it, every 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 possibility ends in failure for him. Mm-hmm. And basically, it's like just constantly just destroying him. Yeah, um, like no matter what he does, she dies in some way. Mm-hmm. Uh, around this time is where Suzuha reveals who she really is. Yes. She's like, hey, by the way, I'm a time traveler from the future. <laughs> What's up? <laughs> um, she basically explains like her mission, everything was like to go back to the past, get the, the, the computer and then come here and everything. Um, but also kind of like tells him like, hey, you need to get to a world line where Mayuri doesn't die. Mm-hmm. And that's going to take a big shift. You have, you basically have to re you have to undo everything you've done <laughs> to yeah. to go back to your original timeline. I can't remember if it's alpha or beta, but it's between the two of them. And mm-hmm. so he he realizes like 
Oh, I have to undo all these D-mails that all my friends have sent. Right. I think the the alpha world line is the original world line where Makase dies and the beta one is the other or something like that. Something like that. It's it's one or the other. Yeah. Um So, yeah, he has to undo all the D-mails to get back to that timeline, which like all the characters that we mentioned or have sent D-mails um mm-hmm. to do whatever they wanted it to like do some of them are pretty easily undone easily relatively undone and some are not as easily undone Hmm. well let's get into some of those okay um so let's talk about suzaha's ending first because first on this list yes um i believe this revolves around her going and trying to find her dad yeah, she's trying to find her dad, um, but also since you learn that she's a time traveler, she explains to you that like the satellite that everybody thinks is a satellite in the building is actually her time machine, mm-hmm. and that it is now damaged because of rain that happened like earlier that week, mm-hmm. and so it won't work so that she can get back to fix things. Also, we learned that the time machine can only go backwards, it cannot go back forward. That's mm-hmm. an incomplete time machine that her dad built. Correct. Um. So yeah, like he 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 has to send a email to like not follow her at some point. Well, um, yeah, his original email was to like make sure that she like comes to the party or something. Um, right. And then he has to send the email that he has to let her go um which there is one timeline of this where she's able to go back because the time machine is broken she loses all of her memories until Mm -hmm. like right before she writes this like intense letter that is just like her repeatedly saying, I failed, I failed, I failed, I failed, I failed, I failed. And then like killing herself, which yikes. Yeah. Super yikes. Um, that, that was a very hard sequence. Um, also I actually kind of figured out who her dad was accidentally. Mm hmm. Very you just piece things together. I did, um, which is how Mayuri figures it out too. But yeah, um, I was kind of disappointed because he was being creepy about it. He was being real creepy about. It. That's the way he is. I know. <laughs> Daru's her dad. Yes, the the big twist. Yeah, and like she kept calling him Papa, and he's like. I'd rather you call me big brother. I'm just like, Vom. Vom. That is your daughter, sir. Um, she reveals that, like, they're all dead in the future. Mm-hmm. Which is, yikes, um, that they started a resistance movement against CERN and died in the process. Um, so when he undoes the d-mail she still goes back to like the 70s 
she doesn't have her like ultimate failure moment at least so like she dies of an illness as opposed to suicide mm-hmm. um so it, it's not as tragic as it tragic as it was but is this sucks. the ending where like she goes back in time and then okabe remembers what happens and like finds her and she has a world line detecting device in like the house she was living in so the house that she's living in, um, Mr. Braun was given the detecting device. Right, yeah. And Mr. Braun's like, yeah, I don't know what this is, but like maybe you can figure it out. And she tells him at one point, like, once this gets to one, then you're to the original timeline. Right. And I think it's like at point three when they start. Mm-hmm. So yes, you're you're right. Remembering things. Yay. Um so that's really the big gist of her story. Yeah. I mean like there are tiny details throughout, but like that's that's the big part of it. Um so who are we undoing next? Uh Ferris. Ferris. Yeah. yeah. Um I guess it should be mentioned that Ferris wears cat ears and puts Nya in like every single thing she says. It's because she she works at a cat cafe and basically hams up as a character. Yeah, cat maid cafe yeah. that she owns. Um, and so she sent a email that she didn't want anybody to see. She said it was a secret. Um, and. Essentially, like, what this email did was her dad, 10 years prior to this, um, she had sent him, like, an email basically saying, like, you know, we need ransom for your daughter or something like that. Uh, Your daughter's been kidnapped. Um, And she had done that because he had canceled on, like, hanging out with her when he had promised he would. And so he panicked and took, like, an airplane back and died on the airplane mm-hmm. um so she sent a email back that was basically like no take the train so he lived and also like one of the side effects of that is that like oh hey there's no like moe otaku stuff anymore in this town it's all like electronics yeah um because the dad is not into the the idea of all that um and so the struggle with this is that um, he essentially, ha- uh, Okabe basically has to like sentence him to die mm-hmm. uh, in order to undo this. So he's like, oh, this sucks. Um, but that's what he has to do if you choose not to undo the d-mail though like you essentially like forget everything and date her Mm -hmm. which is interesting um but yeah essentially like what you have to do is kill her dad yeah um send an email it's like jk don't take the airplane or don't take the train. It's fine. Your daughter's not kidnapped. Um, 
One interesting part about this, though, is that we do actually see um, Ferris without the cat ears and without all the niaz during this, and it's like the first time we see that. Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay. She's not completely weird. <laughs> um, so that's undone. And yep. then Luca is next. Yes. And Luca is a very feminine guy. Like, he, he has a very feminine appearance. Um... And so at one point, his email was sent to his mom's pager um, to eat more veggies so that he would be born as a girl instead of Because that's a guy. how that works. Yeah, totally, totally how it works. Um, so his email worked, though, and he, he is a lady in this, um, which leads to, like, a gross groping scene, which is... Um, you know, that's not my first reaction. I'm like, hey, I need to know, like, whether this person is a guy or not. I'm just going to stick my hand, like, in their crotch area. Like, that's not how I would go about that at all. But, you know, I'm a logical person. (laughs) Um, so as you go through, uh, Lucas' story... You find out that the reason that Luca wanted to be a girl is um, because Luca has feelings for him, for Okabe. Um, And he felt like it was inappropriate for him to have feelings for him as a guy. And so my initial thought process when playing this is, is, is Luca trans? But then you're like, eh. Um... And I still think that there's probably some question on that. Um, but it is very, very clear that, like, at the very least, Luke is gay. Mm-hmm. Like, when he's a guy. And that's fine. Um, although, like, it's weird the translation, like, repeatedly says homosexual. And I'm like... It's a weird way un- to put it. It yeah. makes me uncomfortable. Um, also there's this weird part where Luca as a guy is cosplaying and Daru's like, oh man, I'm going to be like a low angler on you. I'm like, ew, please stop saying you're going to like shoot pictures of people's skirts. That's gross. Um, so yeah, the whole like love confession happens and, um, that, undoes undoes they undo the um the pager message to return luca to being a guy mm-hmm. um again an alternate version is that you can keep luca as a girl and date luca but um that is not the canon option um who do we have next? Mayuri. She had a email? It's basically you have to choose Mayuri or Makase. Oh, right. That thing. Yes. Okay. So what happened to um, the Moika part? 
uh, stuff happened in that one. I think that's yeah. more that's more general. More like that might be in the Makise ending. Oh, okay. Okay. But yeah, she has some wild stuff where like Big she, reveals. She goes she kinda loses it because yeah. like her handler does not contact her. Mm-hmm. This person is named FK. Mm-hmm. Okay. Hank. I was like I was like, that's a I think. That's a sweary thing. <laughs> that is a sweary thing. Um Cause it stands for something. Or FB. Okay, FB. I think that's the one. Um, she has this handler at FB who's like would contact her for missions and everything, and just like ghosts her after yes. everything that happens, and she just like loses it. Like she just holds up in her own apartment, and just like does not leave, and everything. And Okabe and Makase kind of had to like figure out a way to like talk to her and everything to figure out information to try and figure out all what's going on. Because uh, one section she commits suicide. Right. And he's like, nope, that's not what we're going to deal with. Mm-hmm. So it has to back in time and prevent that. And then this basically all leads you to realizing or finding out that Mr. Braun is FB. Yeah. Um. So I, I had to look it up because I forgot. Ferdinand Braun is. Yes. Um. why he he picked fb but yeah he is uh he's fb and he's a uh, wild reveal he is the one who invented the crt mm-hmm. uh it was i was not expecting that um and that reveal is crazy pants because not only do you learn that like he is fb um you also learn that like, he thinks that since they've been find out that they're now useless so he just like shoots himself in the head mm-hmm. um and just so happens that nay his daughter his daughter um sees that uh in one version of it comes up and just like shanks moeka mm-hmm. and then like things get uh, dark <laughs> yeah like it comes up um and ex- explaining like, oh hey, by the way, like I've been doing a lot of time hopping lately, and also I kill you in the future. And um, like she says some really messed up stuff about how she murders him. Mm-hmm. Um, he's like, uh oh, I know this is all gonna be undone when I un- undo everything, but like I can't just like let this ride. <laughs> um, so he tries to like un do her seeing that mm-hmm. um but ultimately it's just he has to undo the d-mail which turns out that the d-mail was her saying where the location of the computer was at the shrine right. and um he has to send the message as fb to disregard mm-hmm. uh and then that gets us back to where we have to make the decision yeah. of, like, yay, Mayuri's gonna survive. That's pretty cool, right? Someone will die. I Time will say to- that, like, uh, the Moeka stuff really makes it, like, always, like, very tense whenever you talk to Mr. Braun mm-hmm. afterwards. Yeah. But, like, you know, he, despite, like, the fact that, like, him and 
Okabe kind of like butt heads a lot. There are definitely times where he comes through with the clutch for you. Yes. So it's like it, it also it's like it's just like are you still doing the stuff that we, I know you're doing? But also like if I if I need someone to look out for something like this is probably the guy to go to. Yeah. Yeah, it's a very weird relationship. Um But yeah, like I said, when when you get back you're like, "Yay, Mary's going to survive. That's pretty cool." Um but then he has the realization of like, "Oh, but when I get back to that timeline, uh, Kirisu's dead. Yep. And she's dead before I even sent my original D-mail that said she was dead because that's what the D-mail was that I have to undo. Yep. Um, so... Yeah, he has to decide who lives and who dies. Mm-hmm. Yikes. It's pretty messed up. It's Yeah. Yeah. It's a crucial big choice. Um... Yikes. Mm-hmm. And there are a few moments of like, oh, you know, maybe I can just like let it lie and she won't die this time. Nope. Uh, no, she dies every single time. Um, Can't okay. escape from crossing fates. Oh, my God. <laughs> Is this the one where like he initially gets himself in that weird time loop where he repeats the same day over and over and over and over? Is that the other one? It might be. I don't remember for sure. Um, Because there is one section that also gets dark. um, That he's like, okay, nobody's going to die. I can't have either of these girls die. So I'm just going to keep repeating the same day over and over and over. We're going to ride bikes. It's going to be great. Um, And like there are certain events that happen. Like Daru leans back and like almost gets hit by a truck. Um, and after doing this a few times, he's like, what if I just, like, pushed him? I can undo it. And then he's like, wait a minute, what? No, I shouldn't be Hold thinking the these. phone. Um, and then he, like, gets into this weird dark loop of, like, um, this is what's there again. And he's like, oh, you know, I could just, like, drag her off and have my way with her. No one would know. And I'm like, okay, one, that's creepy. That's really creepy. And, like, the scenes that they use in the anime, like, have really weird close-ups of, like, her butt mm-hmm. um, that made me extremely uncomfortable this whole time. I'm like, yeah, I could, I could do without the, like, couple rape mentions here and there. That'd be cool. Um, but eventually she figures out, like, hey, you've been doing this repeatedly, right? This isn't this isn't something you've done for the first time and she's like you you need help. You can't keep doing this. This isn't okay. Um so yeah, he ultimately does have to make his choice. I think this is Susa ending. Is it? Yeah. It's messed up. Yes, regardless. It's, it's real messed up. Yeah. Cuz yeah, essentially die. Essentially you pick my eerie Curious who dies, and you go off and live your life being like, oh, I'll remember you. Yeah. I will remember <laughs> you. God. But she won't remember him. Do-do. Because she's dead. 
she's dead. So that's one way. But then the other way is you go with Makise. And essentially, like, this ending kind of is predicated on, like, you picking the right choices throughout the entirety of the game. Um, and then eventually they'll be like, oh, we have feelings for each other. Yeah, because you, you have to talk to her a certain way. And she starts opening up to you about, like, her dad and her relationship mm-hmm. with her dad. Right. Um, which, you know, is not brought up at all throughout the rest of the story. So I was like, oh man, this route is like daddy issues, the, uh, the, the route. Um, but yeah, once, once you get through all the, the dad texts, they realize like, oh, hey, we're kind of in love. Let's smooch. Mm -hmm. Um, and then I think the regular ending kind of still kind of veers you off into going back to the original timeline yes but the um, true ending obviously goes a little bit further where the true ending does some wild things yep um where they do one of the coolest things that i always enjoy in video games is uh credit fake outs yeah <laughs> i was not expecting that yeah so like they basically they roll credits as if you got an ending and like they go through through it for like a good bit yeah and then eventually you hear a phone ring and, like, Daru picks up, and on the other end is Suzuha, mm-hmm. who shouldn't be calling right now. Right. Because if we were back at the original time where, like, at the very beginning of the game, no one would know who she is. Right, and she would have been gone. Yes. So, like, that phone call happens, and then, the, the it like, eventually the credits stop, and you start rewinding back. And the eventually, credits rewind. <laughs> Eventually, you come back to, like, you meet on the rooftop, and Suzuha appears in, like, military gear and, like, lays out what's really going on. Yeah. We're like, he's a, she, she reveals, you know, she's from the future. This is my time machine. By the way, I, uh, I need you to prevent Makise's death, because if we don't do that, World War Three is going to happen. Yep. So he's we need like, to, we me, need to fix this, like, now. <laughs> uh... Yeah, that was wild. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But she does reveal, like, oh, hey, this time machine's actually perfected. Dad had a lot of time to work on it. Mm-hmm. Also, I think it's it helps that, like, the the time machine in the other world line, like, crashes into the uh, the building. Yeah. And this one is, like, just on top. Yeah. So it's fine. So, uh, yeah, you gotta go, uh, you gotta go back in time again. And essentially, you have to prevent Makise's death. The first time you go through, it goes very poorly. Yeah, it doesn't go well at all. You you basically shank her. Yeah, you kill her. Oops. Also, her dad's trying to kill her and yeah. steal her research. Yes. Um, and so your two quests are save her from dying and make sure that that research doesn't, like, get out. And you fail both. You fail both. Um. So, like... That happens in, like, Okabe is just, like, covered in blood. Suzuha finds him, like, hey, we got to get out of here now. Yeah. Got to get out of here. And, like, you come back to the rooftop, and, like, he's just, like, covered in blood. And they're, like, did you do it? And they're, like, oh, no. And he's just, like, I'm done. I'm done. Yep. I'm not doing this anymore. I can't. It's impossible. Um, which I told you about, and basically, this is kind of the split in the game where if... If Mayuri does not come up and like slap him, mm-hmm. 
and he decides to get the will back to to continue forward that's the true ending to steins gate if he if that if everything happens and he still decides not to do anything that leads you to steins gate zero where you know he's he is vehemently denied going to help suzaha and this is i mean this is very slight spoilers but like she like steins gate zero picks up like six months later and mm-hmm. like suzaha still like we need to go save her. We are running out of time. You realize if th- if we do not do this, World War Three happens, and I'm not gonna let that <laughs> happen again. And he will still just be like, because he's so just like depressed and everything, just like not doing it. Yeah. So like that leads all the way to like that game and everything that happens. So which I still will play eventually. Yeah, it's it's a wild thing that like just that, that tiny split leads over to like a completely different game. Where you do not get the true ending, essentially. But this version, he does get slapped, mm-hmm. and Suzu is like, "So yeah, um, did you get an email?" Yeah. And Ch- he's check like, "Check your phone." Uh, turn on TV is one of them, mm-hmm. and you it- see a. Uh- Dr. Nakabachi basically being like, hey, look at my thesis I have now. Oh, ha, ha, ha. It's It survived the fire in the cargo hold. Look at this little metal upa. I don't know how it got here, but like, yay, that's what saved it. <laughs> Mayuri's like, my upa. Yeah, because it has her name written on it and everything. Because mm-hmm. she had um, lost it that day. Um, And then there's another message that's like a video message. Mm-hmm. And he's like, yeah, I tried to play it, but it didn't work. And she's like, yeah, it wasn't time yet. Hit play now. So he does. And it's a video. Mm-hmm. And it's a film. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's hilarious because, like, he first starts talking a little bit, and uh, Mayuri's like, oh, my God, your voice is, like, really deep and cool. <laughs> and I'm like, what? How does this voice get deeper? <laughs> He's 18. I mean, your voice can get deeper as you get older. That's true, but it's not that much older. Oh, yeah. Um, so this is Okabe from 2036. Laying out the plan. Laying out the plan prior to Suzaha going out on her mission. Mm-hmm. Which you'll learn all about in Steins Gate Zero. Because you'll literally see them make this video. <laughs> but yeah, he uh, he lays out the plan of like, hey, this is this is what you need to do. Fool yourself, fool the world. Mm-hmm. And it's hilarious because, like, when he says that fool yourself, fool the world, uh, he, like, switches back to, like, old, like, Kyoma. Is that his, like... Kyoing Kyoma. Yeah. Um, and he's just like, ah, I know what this means. And he, like, shifts into that personality and is basically like, I am an evil genius. I know what I need to do. I got this. You've got to get to the perfect timeline, which is Steins Gate. Steins Gate is the timeline between timelines. Mm-hmm. And um, <laughs> he's like, yeah, it's Steins Gate. I named it. <laughs> Duh. <laughs> Doesn't it sound cool? Because <laughs> he's like, mentioned God. Steins Gate a few times in yeah. his like rants. To the organization. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, that was a thing. And so he he's like, all right, I know what I need to do. I got this. I he essentially to... revigorates himself, and he goes off with uh, Suzaha again mm-hmm. to try and fix things. And essentially, the way he's going to fix things here is like, hey, I got to shake myself to make it look like I'm dead. <laughs> yeah, so um, he has to like avoid 
his other timeline self. Yes. Um, you do not want to create a time paradox. You do not. Um, he goes and gets, like, the metal one before um, Mayuri can get it so that she gets, like, a regular plastic one that she mm -hmm. writes her name on, and then it's dropped, and then he realizes, like, Hirasu picks it up, and that's how it ended up in the folder. Mm -hmm. um, so that's that problem solved, that the thesis will no longer survive the uh, the cargo fire. Uh, so then the other thing is that he has to convince the other version of himself and everybody else in the world that, like, she died, that she got stabbed. Mm -hmm. um, so he, he tries to, like, go through the series of events as it would have happened. Um, and he ends up, yeah, getting stabbed by her dad and he runs off. Uh, but then he realizes, like, oh, he also, like, tased her to knock her out. Yeah, like, you basically just get her out of the picture so she wouldn't run into anything that's happening. Yeah. Um, and he realizes when he looks down, he's like, there's not enough blood here. It's not going to convince me. I got to dig in a little deeper. So he just like takes his fingers and starts digging into his wound and dropping his blood everywhere. And I'm like, ooh. Yep. <laughs> and then Susa comes in and is like, dude, um, what are you doing? And he's like, look, it's perfect, isn't it? She's like, come on. Don't we got, die. We, we have to go. You need medical help. She's like, do not die. And he's like, no, I don't die here. That's not how this goes. It's fine. Mm -hmm. Um, So they get back to the time machine. She's like, by the way, I just want to say, like, thank you. And, you know, I might not be there when we get back. Just just a heads up. Um, He's, like, suffering. And the way that they animate him in the anime is he kind of looks like he's taking a really bad dump. <laughs> Um, he's like holding his belly, and it, it's it's funny. Um, so yeah, she does disappear, and uh, everything's fine. They get to the 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 right world line. Um, and he's like, yeah, she won't know she won't know who I am, but it's fine because she's alive. Mm -hmm. And so they keep doing their their thing. Um. And she's alive. The police are looking for uh, the young man who was stabbed. Um, nobody, nobody takes um, her dad seriously anymore. And the thesis did get burnt in the cargo. Um, and he's just like, "Yeah, this is fine. This is how mm. it should be." And he's walking down the street at one point and um, runs into her. And she's like, I've been looking for you. Where have you been? And, um, you know, he, he goes through some small talk and he, like, makes a joke about her being his assistant and then realizes, like, oh, crap, she won't know what that is. And she's like, I'm not your assistant. I Like, goes on this rant about something that she had said before. And then they both realize, like, oh, I remember. Da -da -dun. She knows all the things. Mm -hmm. um, I forget what his special ability was called. Like, reading Steiner. Reading Steiner. There you go. He's like, reading Steiner is activated for her. <laughs> so yeah, that's, that's Steins Gate in a nutshell. It's wild. Yep. Wild. Yep. Man. 
I, uh, I was a little freaked out when he started like shoving his fingers into his gut. <laughs> Yikes. Mm -hmm. And I love that he's just like, yeah, I don't die here. It's fine. As he's like holding his belly while it's bleeding <laughs> profusely. So everybody, everybody's fine. Everybody lives. Everybody's fine for now. Yeah, I'm sure that he's going to have, like, insane PTSD and, like, insane trauma because of this. Oh, yeah. Since so, I mean, he just watched... wait till you play Steins Gate Zero. Yeah, since he watched, like, everybody he cares about die repeatedly, like, hundreds and hundreds of times. Mm-hmm. Yay. But he grew up and he became did. less insufferable. Mm-hmm. Good for him. So the next one you're playing is eventually playing Science Gate Zero, which they are yeah. doing an elite version of that game as well, but I'm assuming you're probably not going to get that. I don't know that I want to play that version. Yeah. I mean, also, you could probably get Zero for much cheaper than what Zero Elite would be. That's what I've been trying to find out is, like, what I'm trying to find a deal on it. Mm -hmm. Um. So, yeah. We'll get back so, to you guys eventually when I play Zero. Science Gate Zero, where you'll have two big story paths that you have to go through you will meet new characters you will meet Susaha's mom I'll say I have to meet whoever Daru mm -hmm. ends up with which yep. um, I made the same joke that some I think it was um, Kirsu makes it I was like oh god somebody sleeps with him <laughs> um, which yeah somebody does You'll know the context for that piece I wrote for Crunchyroll like two years ago, which you probably don't remember. I don't. I remember that I edited it, but I don't actually yeah. remember what it said. It's a like. I remember it deals with mental health because you asked yeah. me questions about it. Um, that episode in particular is real powerful. Because like, it, I guess this is a very minor spoiler, but like, it is Steins Gate Zero, but Okabe is able to time travel to a world where he's, he finds Kirisu again Ooh. and reunites with her. And basically she's, she finds out at some point that like, Oh, I know that you're from a world line where I'm dead and they have to have that conversation. Yeah. It's, it's rough, but like, it's very cathartic for him in a way that like, I was very surprised that like the series was able to pull off. Man. Um, yeah, uh, the the TV anime actually has done some interesting things for like, uh, in the lead up to Science Gate Zero, they did like a re a re release of the twenty third episode of the TV anime, which is basically the the split point for the mm -hmm. series, and they basically do a version where it leads you to Science Gate Zero. Hmm. Um, and then they also did an OVA that takes place after the true ending. Oh, I'd be interested in seeing that. Mm -hmm. Um. So it's like it's Okabe, Daru, Mayuri, Luca, Ferris going to Los Angeles. What? Because Ferris is doing a Rynet tournament, <laughs> and they they also find uh, Makase. Man. Which I think I've watched that episode, and it's you know it's all right. It's it's basically it's it's fluff. Oh okay. Main story fluff. So if you want some of that, like I, that thing's pretty all right. To check out, but yeah, Steins Gate is uh, it's a wild ride. Like, I love that fake out to the true ending. 
Yeah, that credit re-roll was so really good. good. It was really good. Like I texted you, or was I on the was I on chat with you when that happened? I think you were on chat with me because you're like, oh, I got credits. Yeah, yeah. this is the thing. And then it started doing that. I'm like, oh, and you're like, I love that moment. Mm -hmm. I heard the phone ring. I was like, this is the moment. This yeah. is the moment. Because I remember when I did this, when I did the recording, when I was recording this, because this was on, when I was doing YouTube stuff, um, I didn't know that was a thing. So I was just like, okay, well, we got another ending. Well, you know, I didn't I guess know it was we'll, a thing. Yeah, but like for me, it was like, I, you know, here's another ending. I guess we'll, we'll figure something out for the true ending, even though this is like, you know, I should probably do some more stuff here. But then like all of that stuff happened. I was just like, oh my god it's amazing so good like the only games that i can think of that like do that well do like that kind of fake out ending really well is like metal gear solid 2 and donkanrampa 2 mm -hmm. which are like which those two do it exceptionally well and this does it exceptionally well so like it's high high praise yeah it was great i was not expecting it it was very well done mm-hmm Yay. So good. I liked it. I liked it a lot. There were yeah. problematic moments, but overall, yeah, of course, I, I enjoyed it quite a bit. Um, it, was, it was a fun ride. You do have one of the like uh, side games that they put out. Yes. Uh, which is linear something. Yeah, Steins Gate linear bounded uh, phenogram. Phenogram. I've played like ten minutes of it. Yeah, uh, this was something that had not come out over here until the release of Steins Gate Elite, uh, which was only, you only got it if you bought the PS4 version. Uh, the people who bought the Switch version got uh, a new game called 8-Bit ADV Steins Gate, which is basically Steins Gate, but what if it was a Famicom adventure game? Oh my god. Which sounds really f cool. Yeah, that sounds really cool. And there's also a dating game now. Yeah, there's a dating game that's that's that was also just recently put out. Yeah. Um. Uh, but this is this is like a bunch of like side stories that are like written by a bunch of various people in general. Mm -hmm. Uh, one of them being most notably Kotoro Uchikoshi. Which I'm dying to see what that is. Yeah, that sounds real interesting. Like I would, I really want to see what he does with this, with these characters, with his universe, with mm -hmm. the story. Which of course anyone... you can't yeah. show that either. But like, if, if there's anyone who's gonna do weird stuff in like this kind of universe, like it's Uchikoshi. Yeah, like he has experience with timeline jumping. Yeah, he sure does. Um, so I'm very interested to see what that is, but I have not had time to like really dive into it. I like the so, art yeah. though. Yeah, it, it, like that that version uses like the original art, so like you mm -hmm. actually have a chance to see it how it was originally beautiful mm -hmm. ah. yeah also a game that was originally put out on the xbox 360 i can't steins gate big supporter of the xbox 360 so <laughs> late in the xbox 360's lifespan goodness Oof. so there you go That's we did it. Gate. it's a pretty cool game it is a pretty cool game I'm, uh, like I'll be excited games. to hear what you think of Zero, a game that I initially said on this very podcast, which was like one of the very first episodes we did, or I did by myself, Oh, I think, where I said, 
I believe like the gist was like, you know, it's a good game, but it's a game that I don't know if it needed to exist. Hmm. Well, I will find out once I find a a price point that I'm like, yep, that's the one I'm gonna I'm gonna pay that price. Yep. We'll see. There you Keep go. an eye out for me. Well, that is that. That's that. We did it. That is that. We did it. So, if you'd like more from us, go to SeasonalAmbitChuckup.com or SAC.Cools where you can find past episodes of this podcast and other podcasts like SeasonalAmbitChuckup and Jared and Owl Watch. You can also find columns reviews on the site as well. If you'd like more from Anladium, go to Anladium.com. She's got columns review and reviews. <laughs> just, just one, one review. review. Yeah, just one. <laughs> you can follow us on Twitter, Twitter.com slash AnimeCheckup, and you can support us on Patreon, Patreon.com slash SACOVA. Uh, next week, we will do, I don't know, something. Yeah. We'll figure it out. Mm-hmm.